Hey folks, thanks again for joining us on Locker Room BO. My name is O. I'm here today joined by my boy Aaron. What's up, Aaron? What's going on, man? Not much, man. Thanks out for coming. I appreciate you uh, you signing up and wanting to be a part of the podcast. No problem, man. Thank you for welcoming me, welcoming me into your home. Oh, for sure, man. Any, anytime. Like I said, you're always <laughs> more than welcome. Um, so, Aaron, uh, you know, you're here because you kind of wanted to have a little bit more exposure for your band. Yeah. Um, you know, so you want to give us a little bit more details on that? Yeah. Um, I seen that you wanted to interview some bands. So, yep. I mean... It's good for me and it's good for you, right? <laughs> no doubt, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Mutual mutual benefit for yeah. sure. Uh, so, uh, what kind of music do you guys play? Uh, we play hardcore music primarily. Hardcore music primarily, yeah. right on. I did I did check out your EP. Okay. Um, I like the songs. Uh, I know, but it was a little weird because usually when you have your EP, mm-hmm. you have like the songs in order. But yeah. I guess iTunes will play it based on popularity. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. Because if you like, if you look up on like Apple Music, it plays in order, but. Really? Because yeah. it was like it on. Was, I think on YouTube, it like I think it plays kind of. Really? Yeah. Because I ha- it had the intro like on number three. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, I liked the EP. It was good. It sounded really good. Thank you. Uh, where'd you guys record it at? Um, they just recorded it with a friend. I didn't record my bass parts. Okay. For that one. Yeah. <laughs> so they they did it. Um, I just play bass like live. Oh okay. And you all just, that. But you just showed up. Yeah. Okay. And then, well, do you do the practice too? Um. Yeah. 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 I do that practice, of course. Okay. Cool. I gotta practice, or else it sounds <laughs> shitty live. Right. No <laughs> doubt. Um. So, how long have you guys been a uh, band? Um. We've been a band for like a year now. Okay. And we started. I want to say the the idea came about in 2017. Okay. Um. I played a show. In Pomona with a band that I was singing in, and then I have a my friend Clemente. He mentioned that he wanted to start another band, and so I was like, "All right, dude, like let's let's see what we could do." And then that's how that's how Pull Your Card came about. Okay, okay, so the name of your band is Pull Your Card. Yeah, nice man. So how did that name come about? Um, so this is a band called Kickback from France, <laughs> and they're uh. They're like a big influence on, on me. Um, I suggest you not check them out now because I said that because they're kind of gnarly. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, they're like they're just kind of like I don't know. Like I just like pretty much everything they did. They're just like I don't know. They're they're kind of weird. They have like their. They've kind of carved their own path, and in, in a way, I feel like is it like in the France scene? I guess I think I think in the, the hardcore scene period. Oh, like okay. They have like they have like a very distinct sound. Like they're they're kind of they started like they started out kind of sounding like like New York hardcore, like Madball stuff like that. Okay. And then like they they started out like that, and then like maybe like their third second third album they started sounding like all out war like a little bit more metal oh okay and then like their their album no surrender they kind of came into their own sound yeah and started sounding like their own thing and it was it's it's good stuff man and then now they're like well stuff they put out they don't play anymore but they put out something in 2013 that sounds kind of like black metal-y a little bit okay it's kind of weird but it's cool Nice. And the guys, the guy in the band is off his rocker. 
but really yeah i admire it though oh like he's just <laughs> shit crazy he's weird dude like he lives in thailand and what the fuck yeah like he moved to thailand from france i think it's for sex stuff but <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh man them yeah, french the guys, man they're weird the guy's weird he's a I've had little contact with him, like, on the internet. Yeah. And, like, he's he seems like he's he's off his rocker, but I like the guy. Right, no doubt. <laughs> no, that's what's up, man. A little crazy, but... So, the name so the name came basically off of them, yeah. right? Now, is the sound that you guys provide also influenced by them? Somewhat, a little bit. Um, Maybe a little bit more of our metallic side is influenced by their, like more metallic stuff yeah okay um now i mean i obviously i met you like also like in the hardcore scene yeah um so i've been part of that scene too but i've always had people wanting to explain the difference in between a lot of the music you know Mm -hmm. to the i guess you can say almost the untrained ear yeah everything just blends in okay you know what i mean yeah um so maybe you can help me explain kind of like like, what, what hardcore is, like, you know, what really is about, what people should be looking for as far as, like, being able to tell from, like, a death metal song yeah. to, like, a hardcore song. I feel like I get that because I feel like I've been there before, like, as, like, a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, like, I didn't know what actual hardcore was. Right. And uh, it took, like, some some people being kind of unfriendly. And, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, hardcore. And they're like, no, it's not, dude. <laughs> like... <laughs> You thought, but like, yeah, like it just took, it took that, but like it takes, it does take like a little bit of a, not, I don't know, I don't know what to say if it's an acquired taste or like a, tr- like a trained ear, like you said. I think it might be an acquired taste to be able to tell the difference, cause, uh, so like my story, right? <clears throat> I think I started off with, um, what is it, uh, alternative rock like Linkin Park, okay. Trap, um, Three Doors Now, and stuff like yeah. that. And then um, I started meeting friends in, like, middle school, stuff yeah. like that. So then I started listening to, like, uh, I think it was more metal. Like, I never really got into Metallica uh-huh. like that. But it was, uh, like, As I Lay Dying, Slipknot, okay. yeah. uh, you know, typical stuff like that. And then I think it wasn't until I hit high school that I started listening more to, like, Screamo. Okay. You know, I was really into Under Oath. I think that was my favorite band at the time. Yeah, I was, I was into them when I was a kid, too, man. That's- <laughs> They're a good man. They're they're dude. They're amazing musicians. Oh, for sure. I think what they're doing now is kind of weird, but what are they doing now? I, I stopped. They're doing. Like, they they like said they're like not Christian anymore or something like that. The and singer, then, right? I think uh, yeah. Spencer was kind of like, like dude, just like I I wish I I'm like I kind of like that about them. Like even right. though I'm not I'm not like religious or nothing, but I'm like that's cool that they they're not. Trying to be like everybody else. It was like the one thing that set them apart. Yeah, I think so. Like, you can still have the heavy breakdowns, but... Yeah. And then, like, like, dude, I met those guys when I was a kid. Nicest dudes ever. Like... I, I've, I've been to a couple of their shows, but I've never had a chance to meet them. No. I met, I met them, like, a couple times when I was a kid. And, like, I was just, like... It was just, like, by chance, like, kind of, like, walking around at shows. And yeah. they were walking around. I'm like, yo, dude, like... I've never been, like, afraid to approach people. So. Right. Well, it's just, you gotta treat them like people. Like, yeah, you know, they're just people, man. Like a starstruck thing. Yeah, I don't, you know? I don't get that. I don't know. Like, I get so many people, like, wanting my autograph because of this podcast. Uh-huh. I'm just playing. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't get that at all. I was like, that's tight. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, no, but yeah, so then, actually, I met Julian. Uh-huh. Um, my, my freshman year of high school. 
Okay. And he's actually the one that started kind of like introducing me more into like hardcore music. Putting you on. Uh, putting me on and stuff like that. And actually, I went with him to my first show. Okay. First band I ever saw play, which I don't know if they're considered hardcore, but um, A Love for an Enemy. I don't know if you heard of them. I think I've heard of them. Yeah. They're, um, like they're kind of like a local band, right? No, they were pretty big. Were they? Yeah. And, and I saw them play at the RMC. Okay. Did you ever go to the RMC? I did. Yeah. My first hardcore show was at the RMC. Yeah, well that well that was my first hardcore show too. Was like, my first on? my first hardcore show was First Blood, Death Before Dishonor, and I think Fight Like Hell. So you went to the to the it, was, it wasn't Face Down, it was another fest no, that they it was, had. It wasn't a fest. It was, I think it was just a regular show. Really? It was, on, it was on like a Wednesday night or something like that and I had to be like I had to like tell my mom to take me. Damn. And I got I got like hit that night like pretty hard. Ooh. And my mom was like, what the hell happened to you? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I was, like, I was sick, though. <laughs> I was just in there. I was, I was cool. minding my own business, Mom. I went to school the next day. Like, felt like a like a new man. I don't know. It was weird. Dude, it's a badge of honor. Like, you yeah. Know, you know, walking a, in with a shiner. That's a weird thing. I don't really have a shiner. It's like, I got hit in like, the mouth and I had like a bloody lip. But oh, it was just swollen. I really looked very much different. You could tell at the time, like right away. Yeah. When I got home, though. But, but yeah. Okay, yeah, man. I lived down the street from RMC, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah and that then was dope. I had a, I had a friend. How I got into hardcore, dude. There's, there's this band. You know who Martyr AD is? No, I don't know who that is. No, you never heard of Martyr AD. It's like the, like you know, like disembodied. You know, you know who disembodied is. They sound familiar. Disembodied. They're like a metalcore band. I think they're from like the Midwest. Okay. And uh, they're pretty much. I think they're like the same band. I think like they have they share members, but uh. A guy, like on the bus to school, yeah, showed me Martyr AD, and I was just like, "This is the heaviest shit I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> like, I was like, "What is this?" It was this song called uh, "American Hollow," yeah, and I was just like, "Dude, like, what the fuck did I just hear right now?" Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it changes you, right? Yeah, it's like it really it puts in like, a different. It was like, "What the fuck?" But this is sick. <laughs> yeah, no, um. Let me see what it... yeah like i don't know i think it started off with a love for an enemy but you know a lot of other hardcore well it wasn't actually no i don't even think it was really hardcore at the time i think it was more like uh like the deathcore mm-hmm. like I, I don't know if you remember the band uh, bloody epitaph i think i've heard the name yeah so like they were they were a local band okay uh, so with them and then um just a whole bunch of other local bands that they had um, and then I, I don't. Do you know Lewis? Lewis Sanchez. Blunt. Lewis Blunt. Yeah, Roll Rios. Lewis Rios. Um, He's no. singing out with Julian a lot. He was part of uh, through Blunt Castration. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I know who he is. Yeah, so uh, we started hanging out with them and you know their band okay. when they had the through Blunt Castration. Um, so and then overall, just hanging out with them, started hanging, listening to more like the hardcore music and stuff. Yeah. And they picked it up. Um, so I guess. I've been out of the scene for a while. Mm. Not, I don't, I don't want to say by choice. Just kind of like, you got your family and all. Yeah, that, like a family thing. It's hard to go to shows now. Um, you know, with my wife. Yeah, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody knocks on that, man. I think when people knock on that, I think they're knocking on like people that they get out of it and they just like go to like the next like thing that's cool at the time. I think that's when. Oh, people knock okay. On it, like how like I mean? the whole EDC stuff coming yeah, up. Yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I mean, I've been trying to go back. I wanted oh, to dude. go to the... Hell yeah, man. 
to the terror uh, backtrack show that they just had with uh, Knock Loose and Six Year Guns. Oh, the terror then the Knock Loose tour. That just yeah, it was. Came through? They had a show out in uh, it was L.A. at the nineteen or seventeen seventeen twenty. Yeah, seventeen twenty. Place is so sick, dude. Is it? Yeah. I haven't been there. I played there in April, and that place is big, and it's like. It's just an it, dude. It's in like this, like it's in like the like what's it called? Skid Row. Okay. Much. Like yeah. It's kind of like a gnarly little spot. Yeah. But it's like and it's just like this random building. Like you would never know. Like it's a nice venue inside. Like it's so it's crazy. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Probably it's probably some LA hipster that started or something. Yeah. Well, that way you shouldn't <laughs> get broken into. You know, and get all that equipment jacked. Yeah. But that place is sick. If uh if my friend Nate is listening, um if he listens to this, um hope you have uh for the children there, pal. Thanks, dude. <laughs> oh, is that where they might have it? I don't know. I don't know where they're gonna have it. I think they're gonna have it in Long Beach again this year. Okay. Possibly, but I don't I don't even know the lineup, man. My friend didn't want to tell me because he's like, I don't want to get you excited, and then it's because it's not like for sure yet. Right. <laughs> so dude, I was, like, I was so sad that I didn't get to go when uh, Lion Crew played. Oh, that was. That was like two years ago. Or something like that? No, it was like two, three years ago. Well, maybe they're playing again, man. You can you can catch them. They're playing again. Yeah, they're on, they're touring. Not touring, but they'll play stuff here and there. They played Sound of Fury, really this year. Yeah, man. See, like I lost everything that I kind of got like news about. Like I don't follow that stuff anymore. Oh really? They like, put out a they put out a full length this year too. Oh really? Yeah. Is so, it on? Where's it? Is it on iTunes? Yeah. No shit. So when you get when you get done here, you can listen to that. No doubt. I'm just, let me dude. see. Now I'm curious. When I told I told uh, our our boy Julian about it, he was like, "Dude, what the hell?" Like <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude." Dude, they were just so dope. Yeah. Let me see. But he did it with uh, cause he was uh, doing that band with. It was it was like a L.A. Boston band, L.A. and Boston. So he's doing it with some guys from Boston, and then. He just made it into like all LA guys, really. And now it's like him, him and like the young brothers from Twitching Tongues. Well, I mean, wasn't that how the the lead singer from Terror started? Because he was in like Death Before Dishonor. No, he was in. I think his first band was called Slugfest, and then he was a Buried Alive, and then Terror. And then Terror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because well, I mean, I liked uh, I liked Buried Alive. They're pretty dope. Buried Alive, sick. yeah. I was kind of well. I wasn't really upset, but you know, it sucks that they're heavy really Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I have a couple of friends from Buffalo, dude. They're so funny. Oh, really? Yeah. They have like a, almost like a like a Boston New York accent. Yeah, like standing together, dude. It's so kinda. funny. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, so maybe you can help me explain what the the tough guy hardcore scene is. Tough guy stuff. Yeah. Um. What do, you, what do you what do you mean? Like, what do you want me to say? Well, because so, like when I started growing up in the hardcore scene, uh-huh. like it was about uh, band shirts, yeah. tight jeans, you know, and uh, that was pretty much it. Like, you know, like that was kind of like the hardcore look at the time. Okay, maybe some uh, camel shorts. Yeah, but then somewhere along the line, somebody started wearing Nikes to shows, started wearing like long shirts, uh, wearing. Head uh, fitted hats. That's been around for a long time, man. Um, the Nike thing started because of uh, vegans originally. Because of vegans. Well, vegans and like, 
like the like the youth crew guys, like the youth today guys and stuff. They were like kind of like jocks. Okay. But, but like they they like consider themselves like jocks that play like punk music. Okay. So they would wear Nikes and stuff like that. They would wear like Stussy and stuff like that too back in the day. Really? Yeah. That's and then like how like Air Maxes came on the scene was Air Max the Air Max 1 was like the first like the first like vegan Nike. Okay. So the vegans all started wearing it and then that, it just like spiraled out of control from there. And now everybody wears Nike and Adidas. Adidas is cuz of like the skinheads and stuff. Of course like skinheads wear Adidas. Really? Like, that's like I old, didn't know that. That's like OG stuff, dude. Damn. Yeah. Not like like Nazi skinheads, like yeah, yeah, right, right, like real skinheads, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, no doubt. I just want to clarify for the for the audience, possibly. Yeah, no, like for real sure. real skinheads are like like anti-racist, just like sharp skinheads. Like yeah, skinheads against racial prejudice. Yeah, yeah, because so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like there used to be a uniform. For, yeah, like, like, like being hardcore. Teams, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I mean, if you look at old pictures and like like the New York hardcore like pictures, like you see guys in like. And like suspenders and like Levi's and Doc Martens, okay. and that's all they wear. Like that was like their uniform, or like Adidas sometimes. Huh? And yeah, I need I need to check that out. Yeah, I didn't know that's where that came from. Yeah, there's this old there's this old photo of this skinhead. Um, it's in a book, and I seen this picture at like Barnes and Noble when I was like a kid. Yeah, and it's like a guy. It's a skinhead dude from New York. And he's like flipping off the camera, and the ki- like the little description of the photo says he was arrested. He had blood in his mouth. Yeah, and I guess he bit off some guy's finger. Oh after shit! He like beat him up. Yeah. Damn. So I was like, I seen that photo when I was like, a, yeah, like I wasn't like a kid, but I was like a little younger. It's probably like seventeen, eighteen. I was like, oh shit! I was like, this shit's sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, gnarly. yeah, you gotta be some kind of like. Crazy motherfucker to really just well, bite I mean, somebody's finger. I off. mean, New York in like the eighties and the seventies, man, was no joke, man. Like it was wild. It was insane. Yeah. And like a lot of uh it was really, really bad. Like there was it was like a lawless it was almost lawless in in a way. Just everything went wild west. Like, yeah, everything went. And uh a lot of guys that came from that scene, like the agnostic front guys and like the crow mags and stuff, they're yeah. like they're all street guys, they're not they're not like, like here in California, like me and you, like we grew up in the suburbs, and yeah, stuff like that. So, it's it's like all that stuff is so interesting to me. Hearing about them like growing up in squats and stuff like that, yeah, and like stories on like Madball and yeah, I saw the what is that? Uh, there's like a YouTube channel that kind of covered like the beginning of the hardcore scene. Uh-huh. Went from like it started with the punks, yeah, and then it you know transformed into what hardcore is now, and it's. There's a guy, I guess he's one of the pioneers that kind of kept it going in New York. Yeah. I forgot his name, but uh, I wish I could remember the. A lot, a lot of the pioneers is from New York are still around, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it was only it started in the late seventies. Yeah. So it's not that long ago. To no, be honest. not really. It's forty about, forty years ago. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Agnostic Front just played like a fortieth anniversary for like one of their records like a couple years ago. No shit. Yeah. Did you go? No. It was it was like the same day as like for the children. Oh okay. So that's like, I'd rather be at that. But I've well, seen I've seen Agnostic Front before. They're sick. Like I love I love that band. But I don't I don't like their like newer material. <laughs> nice dudes though. Yeah. Uh, well, if any if anybody's interested in checking out, uh, do you want to just let them know? Because I know it's coming up. 
uh-huh. right? Most likely the for the children. If yeah. You just let them know what that is. Um. So for the children, it's a it's a benefit show. Um. So what they do is, when you buy your you buy your ticket, and you just bring a toy to the show for a less fortunate kid. Like I mean, you get you see like like thirty bands play yeah. for a really cheap price. You're paying like a dollar per band. You're not even that because it's like twenty bucks and you get like thirty. Bands. It's like a twenty dollar minimum, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like twenty dollar ticket, and then just bring a toy, man, and then uh. I mean, you get to help somebody else, and then you get to see some badass bands play. Right. So. Yeah. All those, all those, all those toys are given out to the children for Christmas. That is it for. It's for less fortunate children. So they, what they do is they do like a, they do like their research. They go to like schools and stuff. Okay. And uh, they, uh, they go to schools. And I think they have like, I think they have like the teachers or something or like the staff like kind of figure out which kids are like, families are struggling right. and stuff and. Who puts this on? Uh, Nate. Nate. Nate uh, Robledo from um, Zabala. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know That's that. That's his thing, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Good for him. Shout out Nate. I don't know how he does all the things he does. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, just that alone, I'm sure it's a lot and, of work. And uh, Luis Hernandez from uh, Alpha and Omega, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, he helps put it on, too. But, I mean... He's in prison right now. He needs to get. They need to get him out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, if I don't, I mean, I don't know the guy, but I mean, if what happened, if you don't mind me asking, uh, I don't. I don't want to say it on here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it after. Yeah. No but uh, um, yeah, it's just some bullshit, man. Right. People acting stupid. Yeah. Not not him, but I don't. I don't think he deserved what he got. Yeah. To be honest, and then so. Yeah. No, no worries. I'll ask you. Off yeah. air. No big deal. Um, are you guys uh, maybe playing this year? I don't or how know. How do you get how do you get in that lineup? Uh, I think he's got like the main bands so far. I think I don't know if he's got like the like the little openers and stuff. We'd probably be like an opener, but if we did, right? So, he hasn't he hasn't asked us yet. We played a we played kind of a version of that earlier this year. Okay, it's called uh it was called This Is L A. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a they had a they did it for school supplies this time. Really? Yeah, instead of toys. Right. So, so it was like to raise school supplies. It was a shitload of school supplies, man. It was, it was freaking cool, man. That's awesome, though. Yeah. It's got to thing. see, like, you know, like, because I don't, I don't know how long that's been around, right? But, like, growing up, I didn't see any of that. Like, it wasn't, like, bring toys. Yeah. Not even the venues themselves would, like, have something like that. Yeah. Um, to put on a show to be beneficial towards the community. Um, yeah. That's what, that's that's one thing I love about this man is like you can. It's, they they're giving back for sure. Right, and then too like I don't I don't I don't know if if it's because of the music or whatever, but, um, I do remember somehow you know punks and and hardcore kids kind of having like a bad reputation, that people just didn't give a fuck, and I don't yeah. really ever saw that. I think, I mean, they kind of don't in a way, but. They don't give a fuck about like the right things. Like Right. I think uh I think hardcore is very hardcore and punk is very anti like society. And uh like society's just weird nowadays, man. People are weird. People care about the wrong things nowadays. Yeah. Um that's like people are super soft nowadays. Nobody wants to like handle their own shit. 
everybody wants to like call the cops and shit like that <laughs> yeah but like it's just like i think hardcore and punk they they're just kind of like we take care of ourselves we take care of our own yeah it's, it's like a brotherhood right it's oh like, yeah yeah you know i definitely uh felt like that yeah when when you know we were hanging out and then i mean of course like nate nate cares about the kids so yeah he he does that he does the the stuff for the kids but see, I think it just takes that one person, though. Yeah. You know, because, like, I mean, if obviously, if you're in the scene, you're very united with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, so it just takes that one person to do something positive that everybody kind of just catches on to it. Yeah. Um, which is cool, man. Like like I said, I, I like to hear that. I actually, I mean, obviously, I've heard of the For the Children for a while. Uh-huh. Um, I just didn't know who who put it on. Um, yeah. And really high, I guess, more of the details behind it. Uh, but that's awesome, dude. It's cool. Yeah. Mr. Nate and Mr. Luis. <laughs> that's dope, man. It's pretty much like the FSU dudes that put that on. And Are they all current FSU? Or are they? Yeah. Really? It's pretty much the FSU dudes. Those dudes are, those dudes do amazing stuff for like the LAC. Yeah. So. That's, man, yeah. If you don't know what FSU is, check it out on YouTube uh, <laughs> under Gangland. <laughs> <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't give you the full, like... That's not the full thing, man. That's like a TV thing. They kind of right. I mean, they're they're pretty they're gnarly, dude. Like they they handle their own shit, but they're not like they're not out to get nobody or nothing, right? Unless I mean, you don't like don't just don't fuck with them. They won't fuck with you. I think <laughs> like, it's just with anything, you know. Just yeah, don't fuck with nobody. Yeah. Unless you know you're not if you're not ready to. Yeah. For whatever comes next, uh, which is that still a big thing right now? Mm-hmm. I know that like last thing when. I, you know, like when I was like really into the hardcore scene, a lot of the hardcore crews started coming out. Like you mm-hmm. had uh, FSU people. Actually, that was the one of the last shows I went to. It was FSU, and then it was uh, Heavy Hand. Uh-huh. I think that was the last crew that I, I remember think, seeing. I don't think Heavy Hand is really around anymore. Um, yeah. I don't know. Probably should be discussing crew stuff on here. but <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I was just more like wondering if like that's still something that's happening like a lot of crews still popping up there's there's crews out there i mean yeah they're they're some of them are kind of weird but right yeah because I, I i almost felt like it, it it defeated the purpose of of like going to a show you know because for me mm-hmm. you know growing up where i grew up it was like a lot of the party crews yeah you know and like it was it stopped being like race wars. It was more like the the pretty boys versus mm-hmm. like the skaters or <laughs> the punks. Yeah. You know, so I guess just like the whole crew aspect of things was just kind of ruining it for me because mm-hmm. that was what I was trying to get away from. You know, I didn't want to have to belong to a certain group of people and then have yeah. issues with everybody that doesn't. Like either like us or yeah or something I mean, like you that. You don't you don't have to be in then like you don't have to like associate yourself. That's more like, I mean, if they say something to you, if they ask you, it's like I think it's something to think about. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you don't have to be a part of it. Right. No, it's but, just like it was just ru- like to me it was ruining it in the yeah. sense of like. We can't enjoy the show now because there's two crews here that don't like each other. Yeah, I think I remember like those days, like it was like that, like like in Rancho and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. That's that's a little different. Like the the real the real guys are, they they know what they're doing and okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. and and too like, how is the LA hardcore scene? Like, I mean, I know the IE, uh-huh. most, uh, and I've done a little bit of Anaheim, like yeah. with Chain Reaction, uh, but I've never been to actual LA show. Okay. Um, like, what do you what do you want to know? How is it? Is it any different? Um, I think. Like, how are the people? It's kind of the same, man. It's still clicky and all that, but I mean, it's it's great. I love it. Okay. <laughs> but. There are some clicks, man. There's some people that I don't. I don't get why people get super cool guy in like hardcore because it's like, dude, like you're you're here because you're not cool. Like, <laughs> right? Up. You're here not to be cool. Yeah, like this is that's not what our thing is. Um, it's like I like to I like to make fun of cool guys a lot. They're they're funny. <laughs> you what? I like to make fun of cool guys. They're they're hilarious. Well, yeah. It's just like, what's the point of you? Yeah. Like, like, how old are you? Like okay, dude. You know what I mean? Like you're not like they think they're like some of them think they're like celebrities and shit. Sometimes like some some guys will. Yeah. But that's that's kind of rare now. I think guys are starting to get it. Okay. Yeah. But that's like I feel like that's like the super young kids that are doing that shit. Yeah. Nowadays, like how how is the new generation of hardcore kids like? Are they? The one thing one thing I've noticed about like newer generations of kids is that um they. The age for getting into it is getting, like, higher for some reason. Like, you're seeing, like, 21, 23-year-olds barely getting into it. Really? Yeah. It's kind of weird. How do you know that? Like, it's just um, by talking to them? Just kind of, like, you kind of see it. Okay. And uh, you kind of see, like, new people coming around. And you're like, you look kind of old. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. like, I'm like, you're not, like, 15 or 16 Yeah. getting into this stuff. And I don't know, man. It's kind of a weird thing. That's but yeah, like I feel like the age is getting higher and higher for people getting into it. Yeah, which is it's it is a weird thing, because I got I mean me and you got into it when we were like what sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Those. Yeah, just well, it started gradually getting there. But the yeah, gold, it was the golden age, man. Yeah, <laughs> those were fun times, man. I I miss them. Yeah, I definitely miss them. I miss the shows every weekend. Yeah, uh, sometimes during the week. I mean, I do miss the frequency of going to shows, like yeah. being able to, and then. Like now, just being an adult and having a job and yeah, all it's that. harder. <laughs> I think it's dumb. And then now I'm now I'm in two bands and I fuck myself even more. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, Julian and I, the reason why we uh, we were there so often, not only because it was like down the street from our house, uh-huh. but we worked at the pharmacy too. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't like, know you guys worked. It there. was so weird. Like, I mean, the only thing that grew was my stomach. I've always kind of been the same height. <laughs> um, so they kind of had me doing security at the door. Okay. Like they had the guy, two guys there, just and I would just pat them down, make sure they were okay, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we got to see a lot of free shows, like all the Face Down Fest they had. Me, Julian, and another buddy of us of ours, uh, Bert. He uh, he was working with us too, so we would get into shows obviously for free, and and we were uh, there. I forgot the owners' names, and it sucks that it closed down, but I got to see a lot of great shows there. Okay. Um. I saw Hoods there for the first time, which is amazing. Um, what else? Who else did I see? Oh, uh, we were going to see Waking the Cadaver. Oh, yeah. And then, I, like, I yeah, like, so, were you there? I wasn't there. I just know about it. I know the tear gas got thrown or whatever. Yeah, man, that shit was stupid. <laughs> it was, like, the dumbest thing. And I, I think that was one of the the headways of why they, they shut it down. Yeah. They just didn't have the proper exit, which it sucks, but, yeah. Overall, it's really sick, cool, man. man. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It was uh, it was good times. Did you ever Did you ever get to go to Showcase? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Showcase there once, but actually, I went because 
we were hanging out with a buddy of mine. His name is uh, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had he was in a punk band okay. called... Uh, it was something threat. That's all I remember. Um, but they were also part of like their own punker called Rialto Street Punks. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Okay. Um, but they played a shot showcase, and I then know. I know the Rialto Drunk Punks tried to stab you and my friend one time. But really, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What happened there? Um, some dudes just got crazy on my friend, and we like kind of beat up a couple of them and then they came out like we we went to the car and like to leave and they came out with like knives and shit no <laughs> shit. shit that's yeah. crazy this is like a long time ago i was probably like 18 at the time damn yeah yeah that's that's damn now i remember uh a buddy of mine named oscar as well uh him and i went to a show in like borderline fontana mm-hmm. slash rialto like north rialto um and his his sister was affiliated with uh with an actual like like gang. Oh shit. Um at the <laughs> time. So me and him were there and then uh we ended up getting in a fight with like some guys there. But it was just me and him mm-hmm. and his girlfriend. So, you know, we were like outnumbered for sure and somehow they were uh his sister and, you know, her man's gang, whatever, were down the street. And, uh, like, we, we went to the front of the house, and they pulled up in the car, and, like, they pull out the straps. Damn. And they just start like, you know, shooting. They didn't hit nobody, thank God, but. Yeah, that's not a cool feeling, man. Yeah, I know, but it was crazy. <laughs> like, that was, that was probably, like, like, damn, like, some shit could have really been a lot worse. Yeah. I was, and that's kind of, like, what I was kind of trying to, not necessarily that that incident had anything to do with, like, the hardcore scene. Uh-huh. But just stuff like that, it's kind of like, damn, like, it's yeah. getting crazy for she me. can get kind of hairy sometimes, man. Yeah. Actually, working at Nike, I met another guy um, who is also part of a hardcore crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they carry knives, but like the, the big ones. Like the Bowie knives? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, they carry those rounds of shows and stuff. Damn. Yeah. They're, uh, I don't know their name. I'll probably have to look it up on Instagram. I'll show you later. Um, maybe you can tell me about them. <laughs> uh, but no, I had told Julian about him. He's like, yeah, dude, stay away from those guys. They're just, they're no good. Oh, wow. They're bad news. Um, but yeah, man, some crazy shit happens in the hardcore scene. But it's still fun times. Yeah. It, you know, yeah, it's, I, I mean, think there's more fun the times than there's bad times. I've ever had. I mean, it's my it's my favorite thing to do, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, go to the shows. It's, it's super fun. Yeah. Every time. I like I, going to shows that I'm not playing to. That's like. Just not having the responsibility and just being there. Like yeah, the just enjoy it. <laughs> so, uh, when are you guys playing next? Um, so, pull your card is kind of no, I hate this, but we're just not doing anything right now. Why? Um, I they're the guitar players are coming up with stuff right now. Okay, so they're kind of just working stuff out. Yeah, and then um, I'm in a band called Final War as well. Final War. Final War. Okay. And then uh, we're doing, we're playing with a band called Marauder. Okay. And another band called Leeway. The day, the night before Halloween. Really? Yeah. Where at? Um, San Pedro, the machine shop. Oh, damn. You guys are playing all the way out there. Yeah. And Marauder and Leeway are like old New York hardcore bands from like the, like Leeway's from like the 80s. Yeah. 
Marauders from the 90s. And that was just cool shit to have under your belt. We played, pull your card play with Leeway last year. Uh, same place? Huh? Same place? No, it was this place called the uh, the Garbage Garden. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adjust right here. Yeah, no worries. Real quick. But the, my, my butt's starting to hurt. <laughs> no worries, man. <laughs> but, uh, but no, the, uh, there's this place called the Garbage Garden in South Central, I think. Okay. That place sucked, dude. That was terrible. <laughs> um, and they had leeway there. And it was really bad. A bunch of dumb punks showed up and... They didn't know how they didn't know like the boundary like between like the the band and their equipment and they were like knocking over like oh uh, okay they were like knocking into like the band like the guitar players amps and stuff and yeah I ended up having to like protect the guitar players one of the guitar players and like some of my other friends were protecting the other guys <laughs> like <laughs> it was it was a dumb night man but yeah so but yeah man leeway and marauder leeway again this year. That's fun. I like that that dude's a kook, but that band's sick. <laughs> Are you playing bass for both bands? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Would you rather play or sing? Um, I like both, man, because sometimes singing gets boring. Okay. But I do want to start singing in a band again. That's that's really fun. Okay. If you're doing stuff. Like, playing live, I think, is, like, the best thing when you're, when you're singing. Right. But, like, when you're practicing and you're the singer, it's just, like, you just sit there and you're just, like, <laughs> trying to come up with, like, how, like, the pattern's going to go, like, how you talk and right. stuff like that. So, I don't know. But, yeah, dude, I do definitely want to be a singer again. I want to give that another shot. Okay. I want to lose some weight first. Now, is that is that something that you might do, like, in a different project, in the project that you're currently doing? Um, no. I, we were doing a different project. It was called Calloused. Okay. It was very like like metal influence, like like death metal influence, hardcore. Okay. So like I don't know, like bands like Stigmata and stuff like that. Yeah. This band called uh, Dying Breed. That band Kickback I was talking about earlier. Yeah. So it was like kind of stuff like that, and it's just like really dark and fucked up, and <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. But I mean, like. We're just not doing anything right now. I want I want to get get it going again with those guys, because like everybody that I was doing that band with is like amazing musicians that like hadn't been discovered yet. Oh okay. So I want I want them to get their exposure too, man. Cause they're, right, they're sick. Okay. No, I mean, let me know, dude. I'll, I'll uh yeah, man. I'll pull up to a show. Yeah, yeah. Of you course. know what I mean? I'm always down for a good uh, rowdy <laughs> rowdy fest. Nothing too bad. Hell yeah. Um. Man, that's something I'm gonna tell you too. Oh, okay. So for anybody that's wanting to go out to, you know, try out a hardcore show and stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, what would be your best advice into being in the pit? Being in the pit, uh, if it is your first time, I don't recommend doing it. <laughs> I recommend kind of watching and seeing. Yeah. Um, if you if you want to do that, um, I recommend looking and seeing what everyone's doing. Um, you got to be careful with who, I don't know, not like who you bump into. I mean, you got to you gotta take what you get, but you just can't be dumb and get in the pit, dude, because it's like, it's not as unorganized as it looks. Right. So people get in there and they'll try to like push pit and stuff, and some people take that as disrespect. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, It's just sure. not like, 
it's not what you think it is sometimes, I guess. Yeah. If it's your first time going. So, I mean, and then, uh, yeah, man. I mean, you just kind of got to know what you're doing in the hardcore pit. Yeah. It's different than a lot of other pits. And you gotta kind of, you kind of gotta be like alert and aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Because if you're not, you're gonna catch like a fist to the fucking head, like, or yeah. get kicked in the head. Which yeah, I've, I mean, got I've gotten of plenty of times. You know, I've been aware and alert, and you still sometimes catch. Yeah. Something, dude. Like, no, I agree. What was um, the last, what was the last big one I caught? I caught like a Timberland to like the eye one time. Oh, at Shane, like I was watching Bitter End, like back in like 2011. Yeah. Kind of like a Timberland to the eye, dude, and got like a little shiner. <laughs> Who the fuck wears Timberlands to a show, though? Oh, dude, there's a lot of people. Really? Yeah. Is that a style now? That's been a style, man. I've never seen Timberlands at a show. Yeah, dude, Timberlands. Really? Yeah. Making a comeback, huh? Yeah. No shit. That's <laughs> awesome. Last time, I got a I got a kick to the jaw. It was like uh, four years ago. I saw Hoods again uh-huh. at uh, some, show, uh, some house show okay. out in Hemet. Ooh. Yeah, and it was like it was smaller than. You ever, did you ever go to lyrics? No, you never been to lyrics, uh, dude. It was like maybe the size of my room, this room that we're in. Okay, and maybe a little bit more to like where the restroom starts. Mm-hmm. And it was just that big, and, you know. And people, people were crowded as hell, dude. And that's how it was at the house show. And uh, yeah, one of the guys like. Uh, it did like a spinning back kick. Sorry. And then um, it caught my jaw and Ooh. it rocked me hard. And I would have fell down had <laughs> it not been for the wall that I was by. Shit. Yeah, dude, it was bad. Yeah, man. When you catch those, it's it's not a night ruiner, but you're just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Fuck, man. It's kind of embarrassing a little bit. You're like, Shit. <laughs> like, I <laughs> should have been paying attention. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that uh, my buddy Brandon is not here, obviously, but, um, so he calls, he calls the show jumping parties, right? Uh And then he, he's very into hip hop. Okay. And you know, he's like, yeah, bro. Like, why don't we go to the, go to like hip hop concerts or shows? I'm in the pit, you know, I'm moshing like, dude, like you don't understand what moshing really (laughs) is. Like it's not the same. Yeah. Um, so he, he, uh, he went to a concert not too long ago and uh, it was like a three day event mm-hmm. and he went and, uh, he said, yeah, man, like people out there, man, they, they don't want to see me cause I, I knock like three fools down or whatever, oh, man. Um, so I've been trying to get him to come to a show with me. Uh-huh. We were supposed to go in July, um, for my birthday. Who are you trying to see? I think six of your guns was playing. Okay. Actually they were, they were playing, they were playing that, uh, the noise tour. Uh huh. Um, so we were supposed to go see them at the observatory. No, actually, that was the the nineteen the seventeen twenty venue. Okay. Yeah, that was the show. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, I'm gonna switch chairs real quick. Yeah, yeah, no worries, guys. This is a good conversation. Man. I gotta get comfortable. No worries, man. Come here. <laughs> Sit down. Enjoy yourself. Uh, sorry, folks. A little bit of technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we go. Better? Way better. All right, cool. All right. There you go. So you're at the 1720, seeing Stitcher Guns. You well, that you. was going to be the show I was oh, supposed to go to, but go. Um, I didn't end up going. Uh, for one, because I felt bad, because it was supposed to be three of us going. Uh-huh. Uh, my buddy Chris, 
my boy Brandon and then me. But um, I feel like it would have been a little bit boring for just Brandon to go by himself. Okay. Because I was, I was telling him, like, off the bat, like, dude, just sit in the back, you know, just watch. Yeah. I don't want to be responsible, like, if you get hit or hurt, <laughs> you know. Because, um, you know, everybody everybody that I tell that to, they're like, well, if they fucking hit me, I'm going to hit him back. Like, yeah. that's not the way it works. Like, you're going to start some shit. If, yeah, that's definitely not the way it works. If you start doing that. Yeah. Like, so you if you want to hit. fast. What happened? Sometimes you just got to let them learn it. <laughs> yeah. You, that's, like, something you learn quick. No, for sure. Like. You think, like, it's not, dude, they're not coming after you. They're not trying to bully you. It's just how it is, man. You yep. just got to take it. Yeah, if you stand around, the like, the first three layers of the circle, like, yeah. you're probably going to get hit. You honestly look cooler, man. You just take it, and you're just like, <laughs> It's all you Whatever. got, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, um, a little, it's a little bit embarrassing, but, I mean, I think it looks cool when, when foods just get, like, I think dudes get hit in the mouth hard. You hear it. Yeah. And then they're just like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's cool, man. No doubt. That's what I'm here for. That's so sick. And then you're just seeing them like spin kicking with blood on their mouth and shit like that. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's tight, dude. Or like dudes that, I've seen dudes get big old gashes in their head and they're just, they're just moshing with like their white t-shirt all covered in blood. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen actually, you know what? It kind of sucks, but I've seen a girl get her shit rocked hard. Oh, yeah. And then she was like back in the pit, like nothing oh, happened. Man. Yeah, dude. The girls, the girls nowadays are. You gotta watch out for them because they're, they're they're fucking they're monsters, there. dude. You just feel bad if you hit them. I've hit a couple of them on accident. I'm just like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Do you go back and apologize? Oh yeah. 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 Good. I usually do if if it's anybody. I don't I don't like to be that guy that's like, well, fuck you, dude. Do you, you mosh as mu- as much as you used to or not anymore? No, not lately, man. I haven't been. I've, I've, I feel like I'm not like retired, but I'm not as active as I used to be. It has to be like, it, you know, when it happens sometimes is like when a band plays like a cover that I'm just like, oh shit. I'm yeah. Like, but like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know. I've seen every band like a thousand times. <laughs> I'm kind of spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I still love seeing the bands, but it's just like. I don't know. See, I don't know. I have a I have a little bit of like a love hate relationship with that term, mm-hmm. retired. Yeah. Um, Same. Just because it's like, yeah, I kind of did retire, but not really. I just, I just couldn't think of another word. <laughs> right. No, for sure. But like, yeah, like I, I you talked to Julian and he said the same thing. Like, no, dude, yeah. I'm retired. And then uh, that actually the last show that I've been to with Julian was that uh, the last show at the Nitty Gritty. The very who played the very last show at the Nitty Gritty. Stick to your guns played. I have a picture of it. We were all there. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh that okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were all chilling in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a that was the last show. That was a good night. It was a chill night. I just showed up to chill. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't even think I went into that. I just like. I think you just wanted to chill with some friends that were there. And... Oh, you're just hanging out outside. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we went inside, but. Yeah, because, I mean, it was the last show. I was like, I had to be there. Yeah. You know, so. Um, question. Uh, have you heard what's going on in Mexico? No. It's like a fucking war zone right now, dude. It's like the, oh, yeah, the, like the cartel. Yeah. The, what's his name? Son is like running El Chapo's son. That's crazy. That's wild, dude. Dude, the Mexican authorities had to, like, let his ass go. Because if not, they were going to continue to, like, just fucking blow up oh uh, Culiacan where they were at. It's insane. 
Like, but uh, did you see the videos that they had on? on I've uh, seen some of them. I've seen the one where the cops are all dead in the street. Yeah. No, they, but then they had, like, the armored trucks. Like the, and they're all shot to shit. And no, that. like, that was the the cartel. Oh, they had Cartel the had the armored trucks. Oh, man. They had, like, the heavy-duty, like, um, terror guns that they have that were just blasting shit up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah it's it's a war zone there, man. Yeah, it's crazy. For sure. And then the day after that, they ended up hijacking a plane. Yeah. I don't know. Did you see that video? No. Yeah, like, they hijacked a plane. Holy shit. Um, and I don't know. Like, the audio wasn't the best. Quality of the video was pretty good. But basically, like, you hear in the background the guy saying, like, no, I need somebody with authority to be able to prove something. Yeah. Uh, for every, I don't know, I, I, he might have given him some time. Mm-hmm. But for whatever amount of time passes, they're going to start killing uh, the people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and you see everybody, like, uh, facing forward in their seats, holding, like, the, the headrest. And, like, everybody that's on down the line or the hall of the airplane. Like, they got all the ARs pointing at them, telling them to shut the fuck up and listen. And well, that's kind of dumb. Or they landed? They were on the floor, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but like, it's well, still I was like, like that'd be dumb if they were like in the air and they had the AR-15 pointed at people. I'd be like, dude, that's gonna go through the plane and you're, the plane's gonna get destroyed. Yeah, and everybody's gonna die. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, but but uh, but no, nah, man, I don't really like to get too political, but I think what's going on over there and like the whole border situation over here, yeah. I think like I do. I'm I'm kind of like I'm kind of on like a weird. Uh, I get it. Like, I get what the Republicans say. Like, people need to come here legally. But why is it, like, so hard? Why do they make it, like, a lottery system? Like, that's the right. dumbest thing. And, like, especially, like, what's going on now? Like, it's a war zone. My, uh, a lot of people, they think I'm, like, a white dude. And, I mean... I'm pretty whitewashed, dude. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm from the suburbs of Southern California, but uh, like uh, my mom is my mom and grandmother are from Cuba. They really? Came, yeah, they came from Cuba in I don't say the seventies. Okay. And uh, they like when uh whenever Castro was coming into power. Yeah. So like every time I think like my family history, I heard something about. The uh, so my family's like originally from like Spain, okay. They yeah, started same. in Spain, and then like in World War Two, I guess they said the Sp- the Spaniards were fucking with the Nazis, man. Like, really? Yeah, they're like they're like homies and shit. No shit. So the Spaniards were fucking with the Nazis. So my family was like, fuck that, <laughs> <laughs> and they got out of there, and they they went to Cuba, and uh, and then the fucking the Castros came into power. And then again, they're like, "Fuck that!" And came to California. Came to so now that Trump's in power, are you like, "Fuck that," or you're just like, "No." Uh, I think it's the same thing. <laughs> I think it's a lot. I think some people might disagree. Some people might. I I think it's fucked up, man. I honestly don't. I don't see that guy as a a real threat. I see him as kind of a fucking idiot. Not like. <laughs> He's not like a dictator. He's not like a like a d- dictator. I should be like afraid of or something. Right. Like, I, don't, I don't see him like that. I feel like a lot of people portray him like that, and I'm just like, no, he's not that. <laughs> he's just a fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> like, right okay. <laughs> I'm like, he's like an imbecile, like running the country and just dumb. And I don't think he really knows what. I don't think that he knows the impact he has on people. And like, I don't think. 
I think this is like with all politicians in general. Um, I don't think I don't think a lot of them know the impact they have on people with like the things they say. Right. Because like I mean, some of these like even the Democratic like people they say some weird shit too. No, man. they do for I'm sure. Just like, dude, like I'm just I'm just not on anybody's side in that right. in that case. I feel like I have my own side of that. Whole well, argument. I think everybody technically is in the middle. Like if. Even if I think most sane people are in the middle. Well, I think it's just they they hold on to a certain issue, like yeah. And this is just how I feel about it in in, in what I see. Like for example, my barber, uh-huh. he, uh huh. He he loves his guns. Yeah, he loves his guns and stuff like that. And every time he tags me in something, um, the gun thing. It's like a gun thing, but and that's kind of why I feel like he refers to himself as a Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then. It goes to saying, like, for women, you know, they're they're like, well, no, I should have the right to an abortion. So yeah. they hold on to that issue, and that makes them a Democrat. Yeah. You know, I think, people, like, are, I think people make things too black and white. Yeah. No, Definitely. I agree. And it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You can be in the middle and just be just fine. Yeah. I don't um, even feel like I'm in the middle. I feel like I'm on a weird <laughs> spectrum of my, like, like... A different thing. <laughs> well, I don't think you're alone. Like, cause yeah. I'm in the, I'm no, in the I middle. I don't think I am either. I'm in the very middle. Like yeah. I said, there's just certain things that people are like particular to more of your needs mm-hmm. that makes you swayed in either direction. Yeah, but realistically, you're probably in the middle. Yeah, you know. But some people are just and and some people are influenced by their surroundings too. Yeah. Like, no, well, most of my friends are Republicans. So I have to be a Republican. Yeah, you know stuff like that. So. I am. I am. I, th- I guess I am kind of in the middle because, like, the gun thing too. Like, I I would agree there needs to be some, some type of way to control it and make it. I think it needs to be. It's pretty easy to get a gun, man. The ten day hold thing is not like crazy, right? Like, it's not like a crazy thing stopping people from murdering people. But also, that's another thing too. Is that people, I think people are a certain way too. I don't think, and like I'm weird too, like I'm kind of a, what they would call a a victim blamer. <laughs> so like, it's weird man, like, with like, shoot, like shootings and stuff, like, when I hear, like dude, like I'm a weird guy man. When I hear about like school shootings, I'm like, who'd they shoot though? Like, the bullies or what? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's like, funny. Not, I mean that's it's fucked up, man. Like that's that's a fucked up thing if like kids get shot. But I'm just like, what the fuck? What the fuck are people doing now? Like, people people just don't. And then my thing too is like when people are like all up in arms about that kind of shit. Yeah. And then I'm like, like you don't give a fuck about nobody else's life. Like shut the fuck up, dude. Okay. Like I know you don't give a shit. Like. And then, uh, like in any other situation. You wouldn't give a shit, but right? It's like when the shit hits the fan. I don't. I don't think we should give a shit when shit hits the fan. I think we should give a shit all the time, right? That's my thing. No, and that makes perfect sense. You give know, a shit it's like, before the shit ha- hits the fan. You're worried about a problem. Yeah, when it is a problem. I think I don't. I don't think it's a. I don't. I don't think it's a gun problem as much as I think it's a society problem. Right. We'll see. In a mental, in a mental, a mental health problem, which I think is part of society. Too. I guess it depends on the shootings. Like yeah. all the all the shootings that happen at you know with the gay clubs and stuff like that, I think definitely that's that, a, that's like religion. That's crazy that's a religion mental thing for me. You yeah. know that I think that it goes into that, <laughs> but uh, like the whole bully mm-hmm. shit to me, 
I mean, I don't know how people are going to take this, you know, but at the end of the day, I mean, I still have a daughter that goes to school, mm-hmm. you know, so it's definitely concerning. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like my daughter, I get, she's only in first grade uh-huh. and she was almost a victim of bullying, uh-huh. you know, and it's like, it's, it starts that early, you know, and I just had to tell like, no, like you don't let yourself get picked on. Like, that's yeah. the thing too. It's like, it's not about beating somebody's ass. Yeah. It's just about standing up for yourself because then it makes it harder for somebody to continue to come yeah. and bother you That's because true. you're not, you're not just going to let somebody pick on you, you know? And I've been seeing a lot of things on, on uh, Twitter I'm talking about, you need to stop telling your, or teaching your kids that when they get hit, they should get hit. They should hit back. And it's like, no, that's a bunch of bullshit. Like that's yeah. exactly what my kids should do. Yeah. If somebody touches them, they should touch them right back. Cause what those kids that are bullying are going to learn is that they just can't go around fucking with people. Right. It's like, that's how, just, just how people learn, man. Yeah. It's a tough lesson, man. But I think that'll help people. Yeah. Like, not be scared of conflict. Like, um, I'm giving my daughter a little bit, like, maybe, like, another year mm. before I put her in jiu-jitsu. Um, I started doing jiu-jitsu, too. Oh, nice. And I see my coach's daughter, like, man, like, somebody fucks with that little girl. <laughs> They're going to be in <laughs> some trouble, man. It's like, damn, dude. And that's kind of how I want my daughter to be, you know, because yeah. uh, my coach's daughter, she doesn't, she doesn't look prob- problematic. Mm-hmm. Not one to like go out and like pick on somebody okay. or anything like that, but they I think they they make it a point to tell you not to do that shit. Right. Well, yeah. that's kind of what it is. I actually the uh, I was doing a podcast yesterday with my buddy Daniel, uh-huh. and he did wrestling, and uh, he did a little bit of jujitsu too. Yeah. And he was telling me, um, well, my boy, my boy's black, and we, yesterday we talked about you know again the whole N word and the Gina Rodriguez situation. Yeah. And uh, he just brought up a cool, not a cool, I'm sorry, but like a quick um, reference that he had of somebody um, asked him, you know, what would you call, what would you do if I called you the N-word, but with the E-R ending? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he was young at the time, and he was just kind of trying to evaluate the situation. Um, he said he didn't act negative negative towards it, but um, I saw him like, well, I mean, even if you did, like, you probably would have put his ass or whatever. He's like, yeah, but you know coming from like a jiu-jitsu background type of thing that they they don't encourage us to go out and pick fights and just yeah. do that and that's kind of the mentality that i want my daughter to have is like don't go out and pick fights but if yeah. it comes to you you know make sure that you handle it that's the thing with martial arts man is that they don't just teach you how to be violent and they teach you how to control your mind too right so it's it's good man and that's one thing that i like too it's like so all the adrenaline that you usually get when you're about to fight somebody yeah. When you're doing this constantly day after day, like, you don't get that same adrenaline rush. Like, yeah. you're more calm. You're more like, okay, like, this is no <laughs> big deal. Like, I, I'm i already winning because I have a better mindset than you do. Yeah. So. Is your, uh, what school do you go to? It's called Peerless Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. Out in Corona. Okay. And uh, I guess for time-wise, I've been going there for a year now. Yeah. But I've been going in and out throughout a couple months. Okay. Um. So, um, I wouldn't say, like, a full year, but... I guess technically, yeah, it is a year. I've so. had a, I've had a couple friends. They shown, they've shown me some things. I haven't gotten to a school yet. I want to. You should, dude. Like, wanna, especially if you're, you're talking about losing weight. Yeah, it's the best way to do I it. I know that's like a. It like works your like burn. It burns a lot of fat. I heard. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I don't know if you're a gym guy or if you've ever been a gym guy. Like to know about weights and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. You know, I'm I not really either. <laughs> I tried to be that guy and like. I try to have a routine, uh-huh. but when I, when I, I mean, I get off of work at five. Yeah. So when I go to the gym, it's like six uh-huh. and it's like, I'm, and it's officially, if it's like a back day or like a chest day, 
and there's people using the machines that I would normally use to do that, then I kind of just sit there and waste my fucking time. Yeah. So I gave up on that, and then I wanted to do something where maybe it didn't involve weights that I could constantly do. And jiu-jitsu has been that for me, man. It's, it's really fun. It's yeah. cool. Like I said, it puts you, especially when you get your ass whipped, uh-huh. definitely humbles you, man. <laughs> for sure humbles you. So, yeah. Um, it, yeah, and it's, it's, a great, it's a great workout, man. I love it. I mean, you go to, you go to the schools, man, you get choked out by like, a girl. Oh, dude, I have like, beast, oh, bro. Like, <laughs> no, for real. There's this 16-year-old at my gym. Uh-huh. Dude, she's such a beast. She's like, gnarly. She just, she just got in a competition this Saturday. Damn. And uh, she won gold again. That's sick. Like, she's tearing through the comp, And she even moved up in weight. I have, my, I have a friend. His name is Nathan. He's, like, he's gotten heavy into jiu-jitsu. And he's, like, he knows, like, he's pretty gnarly. Yeah. He's not even, like, a black belt or anything yet. And I'm just like, dude. Where does he train at? I think he trains at a Gracie school. Okay. Somewhere in Orange County. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gracie Barra guy. Yeah. Dude, check it out. You said yeah. you're in Redlands? Yeah. I was, um, thinking about, I was thinking about hitting up the Gracie. There's a Gracie school, like, kind of by my job. So, I was thinking about hitting that What up. do you work at? I work at, uh, I work at Renner Center right now. But where, where are you, what? Oh, in, in Hemet. In Hemet? Yeah. Uh, well, there's a Gracie school out in Beaumont. Yeah, there's one in Hemet, too. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know about that one. Um, there's, li- there's also one in Redlands. It's not a Gracie school. Uh-huh. It's, um, it's a gym that one of my buddies goes to. They, they do everything there. They do, like, uh, Muay Thai. Okay. Uh, kickboxing and they do jujitsu. Okay. Um, it's called Raw, I think. It's in, and it's in Redlands. Yeah. So I mean, it's a little bit closer to home. I know that's where you say you're at. Yeah. Um. So if you want to check it out. Um. But if not, man, you're more than welcome to come to Corona. You know, oh, they have like a like a week free trial. Oh damn. Yeah. That's so that way sick. you don't have to worry about it. And, um, I mean, it says a week, but realistically, it would only probably be, be three days uh-huh. because. Unless you're wanting to go out and buy the gi, which is like the uniform, yeah, uh, then you can just come the other days where we don't wear our uniform, and it's just like you know regular regular workout clothes. Okay, um, makes it easier. That's how I started. It took me probably like six seven months to finally decide to buy a gi. Uh-huh. Uh That's when I, I I got a little more serious on it, um, and then coach kept telling me he's like, well, if you want to be a, if you want to move up on your belt, you need a gi. Yeah. So I was like, okay, makes sense. So. Get a little more serious <laughs> on that, but it's fun, man. Definitely yeah, check it you, out. I, I I guess you learn to like manipulate people more with the gi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was watching a YouTube video the other day. Did you use the gi to to choke people, dude? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I had some friends show me some shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, check it out, dude. If you have the time. Yeah. Just get that done. And then uh, uh, I did. The only thing I've done is like I've done a little boxing training when I was younger. Okay. And then. Uh, well, yeah, was, you're Cuban. Huh? I said, yeah. well, yeah, you're Cuban. <laughs> And then uh, I used to train with uh, Lewis. Remember Lewis Sanchez, Lulu? Lulu. Yeah, I used me and him like used to train in his backyard sometimes. Really? Yeah. R.P. Lulu, he man. Was, he was trying to get me. He was trying to get me uh, looking good and stuff. So. No doubt. Well, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> I I know Lulu. He's a he's a fucking he was a real fucking friend, dude. Like straight up. No, he was. Yeah. He was. I, me and him fell off. Uh, high school. Yeah. Because we met. Sixth grade. Uh-huh. Uh we were we were in like this like Spanish program together. Yeah. It was uh cuz <laughs> it's funny the way that your parents sign you up to school, if uh-huh. they put that you're like a Spanish speaker first. Okay. They put you like in a different section of classes and stuff like that cuz they assume that you probably don't know the best English. Yeah. Um so me and him were in the classes together 
and uh, that's where I met him. Uh, we hung out all the time in school, and then it wasn't until high school where uh, we kind of like went our different ways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it sucks. Rest in peace, Lulu. Um, yeah. I know that he's definitely missed by a lot of people for sure. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that I would like come around like a lot with, like go to, like shows out in LA with and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of miss doing that with him, but. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you, man. Yeah. Um, anything else you got going on with uh, with your band that you want to let people know? Check you out. Oh, Final War, I think, is gonna be recording pretty soon. Okay. I think in like December. Gotta start my uh, holiday shopping early, man, because <laughs> recording is not cheap. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. And I, the guy I think we're gonna go with is, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a hefty, uh, hefty ticket. Thing, really. You know? <laughs> Damn. Uh, and so what, you guys are doing what, like five songs? I think we're going to do five. Yeah? We have, we have like, yeah, I think it is five because we have like four new ones that we're like jamming out right now. Okay. And then we're just, they're, we're only jamming one one of their old ones for like their demo. Oh. Yeah. So, and then I think they just want to start like kind of fresh. Yeah. I mean, which is good because I think, uh. I think it's always cool to go in a new direction. Right. So I feel like they went in kind of like a little bit heavier direction with the new stuff. Okay, good. It's like super fun to play, man. Like yeah. My, my hands are like fucked up from it. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you use a pick or you do? Are you I finger pick. pick? I use a pick, man. I use a pick? Yeah, dude. The fingers, fingers are for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a, it's a different... Um, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, but... It's like a different style of playing. Like, I feel like the... When you play the pick, it's definitely a more aggressive style okay. of playing. Yeah. And you get like a... How you say it? So like when you play with your fingers, like the bass... Yeah. You get like a... It's like a softer... Like a softer... Why? Because it's not as fast? I mean, you can go pretty fast, but you don't get like the... I don't know how to say it. There's just a different sound to it. Okay. It's like a more aggressive, almost like, not like a slap, but like, you just get that, like, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And then, yeah, no, I always wanted to, to learn how to play a bass. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's fun, man. I think in hardcore, it sounds the best instrument. You know, like, I think you have that. And if, you, if you're in the right band, it could be like one of the most fun instruments Yeah. to play because you don't have that much to worry about. Yeah. yeah, but I think it just makes it like sound so much heavier. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like um, one of my favorite songs uh, from Comeback Kid mm-hmm. is uh, "Talk Is Cheap," mm-hmm. and then one of the breakdowns, it's like just the bass before it starts. Oh yeah, it's like so sick, dude. <laughs> I love that. Dude, I love. Yeah, I like I like bass. I've been I've been kind of in the bass lately, like playing bass. Yeah, and uh, I was never really. I was like more into guitar, and I just kind of played bass because people let me play in their band. And play bass, right? Because everybody has a guitar player, nobody yeah. has a bass player. Like, I mean, I, I like, I, I want to play guitar in a band eventually. I, f- I I'm not like, uh, I haven't been confident in my guitar playing to play the shit that we play. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Okay, sometimes, but um, I, I want to get into writing my own thing. Okay, and uh, but yeah, man, playing bass. I'm, I'm thinking about like upgrading a bass like next year. Okay. And what are you playing with right now? 
I just have a I just have a P bass, like a cheap P bass I bought. I bought a P bass for like three hundred bucks. Okay. At Guitar Center. Yeah. To, to be in like some band a while back. <laughs> and then I don't know. I wanna get there's one I wanna get and it's probably like it's like eight hundred bucks. Okay. So I'm thinking about probably upgrading next year. Yeah. And then uh kinda of taking it a little more serious. Are you gonna start what kind of amp are you using right now? Um, I have a Galleon Kruger head right now. I don't have a cab. I need, I need to buy one. I want, I want to try to get an eight by ten cab, the big. Oh, okay, the big refrigerator size yeah. ones, you know. So that's that's the one thing I need. Um, I've just kind of been like slowly acquiring stuff. Yeah. Like, cause I bought guitar equipment a few years ago, and that's that's expensive. And then trying to just you got to kind of acquire stuff as yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was hard for me when I was playing drums. Yeah. Um, I bought a kit with all the stands, but no symbols. Ooh, symbols. Yeah. That's the thing. That yeah, that's, expensive. that's the thing. It's like, I had the kit, no symbols. Uh, so I had to wait like another month to save up some money. Uh, uh-huh. and then I bought the symbol kit, cheap little saving kit, mm. uh, or like symbol pack. And then, and the cheap kit's still not cheap. Huh? Yeah, no. Well, my <laughs> kit, just the kit alone, like I paid 500 bucks. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was a PDP, so it wasn't, like, officially a Pearl. It was just PDP. Uh-huh. Um, it was a cheaper version. Uh, the good thing about it is that I did buy it with a double pedal, mm-hmm. so it was cool. I didn't have to buy the... Um, what, kind of, what kind of pedals do you like to use? <sighs> I haven't really used any, to be honest, in a while. Like, no. like it's the last time I touched the kit. It was, like, seven years ago. Um, I like the Tama pedals. Those were a little more wider. I got a wide foot. The iron is it the iron cobra or whatever? I think so. Yeah, I think those are it. I like those things. Um, I like those, and I I wanted to be typical fucking hardcore screamo guy and get a truth drum set, <laughs> um, just because they're I'm they're just, actually those pretty, are custom, aren't they? They are custom, but I want yeah. I had a I had a five piece, mm-hmm. and I wanted a four piece. Um, just because like, I never really used the other tom, you know, and then yeah. because of the hardware that I had on it, uh-huh. it just looked funny. Yeah, it looked like something was missing instead of just being a complete kit. Yeah. Um. So I wanted a four piece, and then I just never got it. Never ended up getting it. Yeah. Because um, it was like at the time, I was like, it's probably making like eight hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So there's no way like I was gonna be able to afford <laughs> a truth dump, drum set anytime yeah, soon. That's, that's got to be expensive, man. Yeah. And then it's 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 funny because it's like, like you constantly gotta be buying sticks. Yeah, you know, like you chip them, you break like them. Ten book, ten dollar thing every time, dude. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. That's probably the most expensive instrument, though. Like, I think consistently. So. Yeah, you know, because it's like, yeah, you might hit like a hard, hard cost buy. Yeah. And how much are strings? Like six, seven bucks, depending on what you like. Okay. So like you, if you, there's some that are like ten bucks. It just you don't have to replace strings that often, especially if you're not touring or nothing. Yeah. If you're touring, you're probably replacing strings like every couple nights. Okay. But if you're not, you're probably replacing them like once a month or twice a month. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. And, and then picks not. are like still fifty cents or no? Huh? Are picks still fifty cents? Picks are like two bucks. They're like, two bucks now? Like a pack. Of how many? Two, three bucks. Um, there's like a lot, and they're like 15, 16 picks in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I remember you used to be able to buy the individual ones. I like the ones I buy. I like the, the Dunlop picks, man. Those things are... 
Are they like the thicker ones? Um, I actually don't. Surprisingly, I don't play with thicker ones. Really? Yeah, I play with like I play with like dude like my my guys like trip out every time. They're like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like, <laughs> they're like, "I'm like, yeah, dude, for maximum riffage, dude." You know, <laughs> and then uh. <laughs> So like like I've had like my guys like they're like could I borrow a pick and I'm like here and then they're like what the fuck is this dude? Well they don't like him either. Yeah, he's a. I don't know if anybody if anybody plays guitar or anything out there and they buy the Dunlop picks, but I play the the red ones. Those are the soft ones, right? Kind of soft, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those. Well, yeah, man, I I like those for some reason. I've actually one of my friends he. Uh, because I had to borrow a pick because I forgot him because I'm an idiot. But <laughs> And then uh, I had to, my, one of my friends let me borrow some thicker ones. I've been using like a, it's like a gauge, like slightly above that red one. And I was, I'm kind of liking it right now. You're kind of liking it now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to get used to certain things. Yeah. It's not too bad. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, no problem. Um, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, We'll uh we'll put you guys out there and hopefully you know we we'll get people to start coming out to your shows. Hell yeah, man! I appreciate it. And uh, my surprises went for like an hour, dude. I was like, I probably only got like twenty minutes to talk. Oh <laughs> like, no, nah, dude, we make the we make we stretch this shit. You're, you're good, man. You're good at asking the questions and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Like I said, uh, thank you again. I know it was a little bit more short notice. Yeah, that's uh, no, it's cool. But thanks, man, coming out. Um. And uh, you you said you have a show coming up again? Yeah, we got the uh, Marauder Leeway Tour that's coming through. Um, it actually started today in uh, New York. Um, but it's coming through here next Wednesday, the 30th. Okay. And uh, if you guys want to go to that, if anybody's out there, it's curious. Yeah, anybody, my LA see. listeners, go check them out. Marauder, they did like their last tour like a couple years ago, so... But they're still playing shows. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so if you want to see them, that's probably like the last time you're going to get to see them, honestly. Well, there you go, guys. Go check them out. Go check out Marauder. And, uh, you know, get into some hardcore, man. Go get a, go get in the pit. Have some fun. Hell yeah. And uh, thanks, everybody, again for the support. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>